with the uh, passing of Leonard Cohen, we wanted to do something a little special um, in the tradition like we did with Prince and David Bowie. Do you guys have any idea, any thought of what, what you wanted to hear? It's Kate McKinnon singing Hallelujah. I heard there was a secret chord that David played and it pleased the Lord. But you don't really care for music, do you? Well, it goes like this, the fourth, the fifth, the minor fall and the major lift, the baffled king composing hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. Maybe I've been here before I've seen this room And I've walked this floor I used to live alone Before I knew you I've seen your flag On the marble arch And love is not A victory march It's a cold and it's a broken Hallelujah Hallelujah Hallelujah, hallelujah. I did my best, it wasn't much. I couldn't feel, so I tried to touch. I told the truth, I didn't come to fool you. Even though it all went wrong, I'll stand before the Lord of song with nothing on my tongue but hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. I'm not giving up, and neither should you. The following episode of the 3 O'Clock Parade podcast is presented by Adventure is Out There Travel. Whether you prefer to take the ferry boat or the monorail, they will help you book that magical trip. Even though the correct way is to take the monorail in and the ferry boat back. Is that anything like poker in the front? No, liquor in the front? Wait. Poker in the rear. Yeah, the, the poker's in the rear. Right. We're talking about casinos, right? Oh, I thought we were talking about hand gestures. Kungaloosh, Viva Gaia, and Jingle Bell, Jingle Bam! Did you see it? They, they started the Jingle Bell, Jingle Bam? Yet. I know, right? They started it. They started it. I understand that the rest of the world wants to start celebrating Christmas as soon as November 1st, but do we have to in this podcast? Well, I'm telling you, it started. That's what's going on. Okay. Did you go see it yet? 
I haven't, but I'm going to be seeing here shortly because I want to get into the spirit. I mean, literally Thanksgiving is next week. So the way my, yeah. the way my week go, everything goes so fast. It's going to feel like Christmas is here in about two days. So that's just the way my life goes. So I'm I need to get into it before I forget to. So I'm going to head over there somewhat shortly though, and check it out that and the, uh, the drone show that uh, is getting ready to start Ooh. over at Disney Springs. That I'm, I'm actually more excited about the drone show than I am about Jingle Bell, Jingle Bam. Jingle Bell, Jingle Bam. It sounded like uh, our our man uh, <laughs> lipped it. Okay. That <laughs> yeah, sounded like I'm James lipped it. So hey, you know what you didn't do today? What? Don't. I'm Hi, sure this is Drunken good... Disney from Florida and way down south. It's yeah, Rhiannon. It's Rhiannon. Hi. And far out on the West Coast where it's totally far out. Mm, I don't think he says that. No, I'm just throwing, I'm just ad-libbing. It's Skipper Dick Ritchie. It's me, Skipper Dick Ritchie. Right. I did forget the intro. You're right. So. No, well, thank you because you, the... you did half of it. You did the part that, you know. Right. We'll be sold out, you so salt, you basically yeah, right. you do the, the part get, that makes us money, paid for. and then ignore the rest. <laughs> it's probably best. Eventually, it'll but, just be the announcement of the uh, travel agency, and, the, and then the podcast will end. Yeah, that'll be that'll do. Yeah, it'll be exciting. Um, I will say, though, I did watch. Did you watch the video of the Jingle Bell, Jingle Bam? I've watched just like a few seconds of it. It's, nope. It's like they took the music from... Like all the songs from that they used to play on um, Osborne lights, and just did it in this way. Like a lot of it's very like rocking around the Christmas tree. You know, like just well, little. yeah. I mean, those are Christmas carols, like what are you know Christmas music. What did you want them to play? Like, well, I don't know. I understand. It's just the it's like the uh, just the the peppy. I don't know. It just was. I, I guess I'm, I I haven't watched it. I'm Do looking you want forward to seeing somber it. Christmas music. Yeah, I don't know. Like... I just. It felt like they were trying to, I'm just saying, I was commenting, it felt like they're trying to go with the same feel of the music they like to pick for Osborne Lights and use it there. Yeah, happy Christmas music. Hmm. So I'm excited to see that. So I'm cool with that part. I'm I happy just, that it's getting ready to go now. Yeah, I just, it doesn't, I'm sorry, go ahead. I guess it doesn't feel that early to me anymore. I don't know. What are the name of the uh, the elves from the from this thing? That Christmas special, uh, prep yeah. and landing. Yeah, I think my yeah. problem is that I don't really, I've never really watched it, so I don't really, care. I'm not invested in that way. Like I don't care about prep and landing, right? Uh, and I don't know how much of it has to do with them. It doesn't look like much. It looks like they, they, they seem to touch on a lot of different things. So it doesn't, <laughs> it doesn't seem like it's super big onto them. Again, I didn't want to watch the whole thing through, so I just kind of skipped around a little bit and saw some of it. So. But it didn't feel super prep and landing me. Well, that's cool. Yeah, I mean, Did I it feel landing and preppy. <laughs> a little bit, a little bit. But if you don't want to talk about Christmas, Rhiannon, I'll tell you, the good news is the long national nightmare is over. Not that one. No. Not that one. Yeah. No, not that one. It's just beginning. That one's yeah. just beginning. I'm talking about the crocodiles animatronics have returned to living with the land. Oh, thank God. Well, thank God. 
Something is right in America. L- right? A little bit what of... What about the live alligators in Living No, Land? not yet. So oh, we're, we're halfway there. We're halfway there. We do have the uh, animatronic crocodiles have made their return, but the uh, live alligator display area remains covered. Do you and, think that's part of you. making America great again? Is no, this is return, definitely not the return of the game. We're bringing the crocodiles back. That's what I'm saying. We're bringing the crocodiles back for sure. Now, it reminds me, Skipper to Gritchie, you put something on it. I, I saw this as well that Disney is launching a new discounted four park magic ticket. Yeah. What do you think the meaning of this is as far as there, there have been. Numbers that's showing that attendance has gone down a little bit, and now they're doing this four park. And typically, this is something that's offered just for Florida residents—a similar ticket during the other times of the year. But they're going to do it. We're basically at seventy dollars a day, no park hopper. That's considerable savings, it seems like. Yeah, I think it's a it's a way to lock people in to at least four days. Um, it gets them looking at, you know, the prices, and maybe one sort of those things where they're like. Well, for park hopping, we only have to add this much more. So, you know, I think... How it, much it, more is it? Yeah, I'm, I have no idea. I don't even know if they actually offer that on this, because I think the biggest difference is this will last you... You can buy it now, and it will last all the way through mid uh, the end of May. So you don't have to all go right in a row. So you can actually come down a couple times. So this would be somebody good for somebody that, let's say, lives regionally, like over by you, Rand, and they could come maybe two or three times in a half of a year. Well, I was actually thinking for uh, some of the people that go to St. Saint- Patrick's Day, because uh, we don't really park hop. You know, we, we go no. to one park for a little while, and then we go drinking. Um, so, you know, that, that actually cuts the price down for them, uh, where they can do their four days, and then if they want to go to a water park or, you know, downtown Disney or whatever, um, it makes that part easier. Still not sold. Well, it's not for you. That is a great idea, though, because you're right. St. Patrick's Day. Oh, <laughs> no, that is for you. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know. It's I don't know. <laughs> and that's the thing, though. A whole it's really several days of really not doing that much is really what it is, which is great for someone like me or someone like you, Skipper, who likes to really just soak it in and yeah. Not chomping at the bit. Right. Well, and, and, and you know, maybe, like I said, it, it's a little bit less expensive. It lets people go. You don't have that, like, I feel sometimes when you have a park hopper, especially if you're trying to do everything in three days, this gives you that extra day, and you're not paying that much more than what a three-day ticket costs. Um, you know, a three-day park hopper or whatever. So. Yeah. I just I do it the add-on would be if you added park hopper because you would think that disney would want to incentivize that because they would in theory have you for maybe more hours you're buying more things you'd be having an extra meal because i think the average person doesn't go to one park and stay there from opening till closing they kind of get bored or done after a while or just tired so right but that could be an incentive like for twenty dollars more yeah, but that could mean also that they're going to uh, Disney Springs. Yeah. Or, you know, any Boardwalk or any of the other options that you have. Um, they, 
as far as it's typically about, isn't it typically $50 to add Park Hopper to regular tickets? I thought it was 25 but don't quote me on that because yeah. I haven't purchased a right. day past in a while. So. Factual podcast. <laughs> <laughs> but Skipper, you bring up a good point, though. I've noticed really a further push to get people to Disney Springs. Like, they're offering now, if you buy lunch in, well, that too, the drone show, but if you, say, if you buy lunch at Magic Kingdom, it'll have, like, save 10% at this store in Disney Springs. And now they're offering the buses directly from the parks to Disney Springs that they never offered before. So there is that. You should cap your day off at Disney Springs. Like, seriously, you should. <laughs> So I think you're right. There is a lot of that, like, incentivizing Disney Springs. Because a lot of the holiday offerings are also over there as well. Not just the drone show. They also did this thing called uh, the Christmas Tree Trail, which is, you got to click through and see some of that. Um, it's definitely looks a little thrown together. Let's put that <laughs> I believe they it. Put it. They put it in the old bus loop at Disney Springs, which is over at the Marketplace. Um, and it's just... You know how, like, when they uh, when they close down an area of the park, they roll out five or six rolling planters? It just seems like a lot of planters in this one area. <laughs> but they're Christmas trees now. Well, yeah. you know, just to throw this out really quick, because I'm looking at the pricing, uh, the four-day ticket that's uh, four single days is, what, $259. If you look at the price of... A four-day ticket uh, with park hopping, it's three seventy-four. Whoa! The closest thing with park hopping is a two-day ticket, which is two forty-five. So if you have people looking at pricing and they go, "Oh man, for the prices of two days park hopping, I can go four days to Disney." Yeah, you know that's locking them into those four days. At the still park. extends the amount of time you're at Disney. Yeah, yeah, that's true. But I sort of agree with what you said, Skipper, that sometimes having the park hopper option makes you, in your head, have to park hop. Yeah. <laughs> and, just like, well, if you spent the money, sure. Right. Or even with an annual pass, it's like, well, we have extra time. Because even living here, I don't necessarily, I don't, I still don't feel like I get to go as much as I want to. So I want to get as much fun as I can every time I go. So I'm like, well, we can start at you know, Animal Kingdom, but then we can always cruise over to uh, Epcot at night and check out that, you know, and you, you end up really pushing yourself. Yeah, I mean, that's basically the story of every weekend that I ever go. Yeah. Because you're like, you, yeah, you want to, you, you just don't, there for there's one never weekend. enough time. There's never enough time. Right. That part is true. There's never enough time. There's never enough time. I'm once watching some people you know, today that were. I, I love watching people when they're at the parks and how they do it. And I was watching um, Kendra today. She she was like having my favorite day ever today at Animal Kingdom. A whole day at Animal Kingdom. People are like you can't do a whole day at Animal Kingdom. Well, yes, you can. <laughs> the way that I want to do it. And it was like lunch at Tiffins and like rides and shows and it was everything. And I'm want to do it right now. Yeah, I feel if you rush Whoa. through and don't take time to enjoy. You know, the park, if you just want to ride rides and go, then, then yeah, you could probably get through almost any park in a day. But if you really go and, you know, like I said, enjoy being there and do the things there are to do, then you can make that more than a day easily. Ooh, that's cool. 
Speaking of enjoying and looking around, the walls came down on Pizza Rizzo, and you can kind of peek inside Pizza Rizzo for the first time. And it looks like, guess what? It's exactly the same as it was before, <laughs> with just a different uh, decorations on the wall. Yeah, I think the sign is funny, though. Oh, that's great. Because it says something like... The the like like the lights are broken, so it says it's rat pizza, but it's supposed to be like <laughs> it's rated that, number that, one or something. That's pizza. funny. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, it's so the but humor is on. so great. It couldn't have... Whatever. It, no. It's actually, if anything, it's actually toned down. It looks. You can. I'm looking at the WDW news today, and the guy is literally just looking from outside through the windows. <laughs> and so it's like a, a pretty barren. Ace reporting. Yeah, pretty barren uh, walls, actually, with like just some pictures and um, like tables like you would find at a corner deli pizza place. So it fits the theme. It's just like. Uh, you know, we were kind of hoping for lots of rats and stuff and Muppet <laughs> kind of hanging off the wall and it doesn't, that's the only downside it looks like we're not. But it looks like the Muppet humor is in there though on all the signs, which is pretty cool. Hashtag needs more rats. Hashtag what? needs more rats. And it just, it doesn't even look like the pizza changed. No. Like it, vegetable pizza, pepperoni pizza, cheese, meat lovers. The only thing that looks kind of new is that meatball sub. I'm not sure. Yeah, I'm not sure about the newness of that either. Oh, really? Um, Was that there before? I don't even. Yeah, it's all. It's basically the same redone thing. And you know, there was there was a lot of rumors. That, I don't know if we talked about this before, but there's rumors that it was going to be sort of like the Blaze Pizza, but here it was going to be them Which that took over. Would have been good. I really would like to know amount of pizzas they can whip off in an hour versus this. I mean, I feel like that's got to be why this is here because it you must be able to pump out. Six times the amount of pizzas that a custom blades could. Black and white now. <laughs> we are happy, Rihanna, that you did survive from last week, though. We weren't sure if we were ever going to hear from you again, so we're glad you're here. I don't know if you would call this surviving. Oh. Do you have anything on your list of things to talk about that is actually going to cheer me up? Because lame pizza with lame decor and not enough rats is not I it. think so. Let me go with this, all right? Okay. All right. I'm listening. The Beauty and the Beast yes. official trailer came out this week. Did you see it? Stockholm Syndrome, bestiality. It's great. Okay. Mm -hmm. I wasn't where we were going with that, mm -hmm. but I can see what you're saying. I really like uh, it. Even though I think Chip looks creepy. Yeah, I don't know. I see a lot of people are saying it's super creepy. I don't. It's. I don't know. What What is it about it? I'm trying to figure out why. Why is it creepy? Why is not Why aren't the other things creepy? Uh, I think it's because. Um, like in the cartoon, they're super animated and they have like the big cartoon eyes. And they're cute. And they're cute, right? But in the movie, instead of cartoon eyes, they just have like. Like it's just like like it looks like fine china, and the eyes—I don't know—the eyes are just they just there's something about the way they're the little, eyes are. They're a little hollow. I will agree with that. Yeah, like they don't, and they don't, faint. They're kind of faint, very. But I guess it's like the fine china art they were going for. I don't know. I didn't get it. I didn't get the creepy vibe as much as uh, I saw. You're not the only person I saw that that clearly has said that. It was a, definitely a, a popular 
uh, sentiment was that he was creepy. But the poor guy's been stuck in a teacup for, you know, years. <laughs> it's got some slack. It's got some you gotta, you gotta give him a break a little bit, I guess. <laughs> Take a little break. No. Well, he's already tipped. Bunk, bunk, bunk. I need to see more from Gaston. I. Do you think he. Does he seem like boisterous enough to you, the Gaston that they show? I didn't I watch it. Uh, I want more. I watched more. it, but I didn't listen to it, and I was only half watching because I was at work, and I was trying to like not be caught watching videos at work. So. Oh yeah. Mm. So I'm I'm hoping that he's bo- more more boisterous in the movie because a boisterous Gaston is a is big part best. of the movie. Yeah. It's and really, best. I mean, when you're dealing with trying to present a real life version of a talking teacup versus Gaston, Gaston should be the easy thing to do. So if you fuck up Gaston, then. I don't know what's wrong with you. I still, I, I'm, I'm a little, I'm still also a little taken back by that he's in a fancy bar. I want him. In, I'm so used to him being in that like shady tavern. He's in what looks to be a very fancy bar. I don't. I don't. Is he not using antlers and all of his decorating? He, maybe it, it just looks. It looks fancy. I don't know. You don't think so, Skipper? I don't think it looks fancy. I just think it looks like, you know, it's not dark, which. This one, you know, it, I, I, you know what I think it is? I think in the movie, there's no windows. So, like, in, in the cartoon, you're kind of getting that, like, uh, it's dark and all, like, lit by just, like, the fireplace look. Yeah. And in this one, it's almost like, um, like, the movie is almost like there's, like, windows so that there's, like, I don't know. Like, it almost looks like it's too well lit. Not that, right. it's, not that it's fancy. It's just, uh, it's just. It's, it needs to be more cave-ish. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> It's only man cavey. I think it's interesting though. There's been haven't you seen a lot of backlash towards Disney's doing too many live remakes? I feel like general perception though, this has really turned that around, and people seem very excited for this. I, I did notice that. Yes. So it'll be interesting I mean, if this will. I'm gonna go see it. Yeah, you know, I'm looking at the pictures of it now. I don't know if it's that. No, it's not really fancy. It's just well lit. Yeah. yeah. And I'm almost like... Yeah. Go ahead. I'll tell you, like, Miss, like Mrs. Drunk at Disney doesn't get super excited about... She's really excited about this, and which is odd, because she doesn't really get that excited about movies. So it's like, this is really catching on with some people that, that I was sort of surprised with. That uh, it's really... Again, I don't know if it's just the fact that it's Beauty and the Beast really does have a lot of power. Are you trying to say that you have a hard time getting Mrs. D.D. excited? Movies do. I didn't say me. What, what did I say? I do. No. I'm a professional. On this one. Yeah, I don't know. Junkie. I am extremely charming, and believe it, everybody knows it. <laughs> uh, I also have a problem with the guy playing Gaston. He's just not like big and bulky like Gaston is. Like. You know, that's what, yeah, that's what I was saying. He doesn't seem boisterous. I guess I don't want to be like, does he seem manly enough? I don't well, know. No, I'm sure he's manly enough, but he doesn't look like he's, you know, like the size of a barge. Why couldn't they have got the rock to do that after Moana? Oh, man, that would have been pretty that sweet. That would have been hilarious. <laughs> or, oh, if you John smell Cena. what Gaston is cooking. John Cena could have done a great job. John Cena has acting experience, like from the train room. Yeah, so. exactly. 
Cena, Cena. Yeah, that is true. They should have gotten some giant wrestler guy like that. But I guess they have guess to sing also. What right? French? I don't know. It, it, I wonder if this guy's actually he'll sound more French. Maybe I don't know. We'll see. It leaves a lot of questions still. I guess is where we're getting to. The, the, the trailer leaves some more questions as to the how what the feel and the tone of it's going to be. So interested. Um, did you happen to see this Skipper to Richie rumor mill? That the Hong Kong Disneyland may tear down their Sleeping Beauty Castle and redo it? Yes, I did see that. Why? Uh, Basically, it's too small. Yeah, they've got a small uh, castle. It's Sleeping Beauty's castle, kind of like Disneyland. And after they saw Shanghai's, what what do they call it, Storyteller Castle or Storybook Castle or whatever? Yeah. They're kind of like, oh, no. Turning into size queens. Yeah, I'm, not sure what that, I'm not sure what that accent was, but I loved it. Oh no, they've got castle oh, in there. No. Um, I'm trying to like, like it. Really does. It looks almost identical to Disneyland's castle, which is small, but it doesn't matter at Disneyland. I mean, that's the castle. Well, it's, it's like Walt's castle. Point, you know, yeah, it's Walt's point. castle. It's the one. Yeah. So I could definitely see that so i just think that is such an interesting rumor thoughts do you okay if you were to be a, a betting man do you think this is true you buying or selling this rumor skipper to gritchy i don't know if they can like um i'm sure it has to go through disney in some point right like they can't just tear things down and do whatever they want like disney still has something to say about it well, yeah i mean i think we'd be we'd be saying they'd just redesign it they'd be adding you know so it doesn't seem cost effective. Like who's not showing up there because the castle is too small versus, Oh, if we spend a few million redoing the castle, interrupting guest experience in the meantime, Oh, we'll get more guests. Like really? Yeah. I'm selling the rumor. It sounds like you're selling the rumor. Uh, Rian. I'm not selling it. I'm not buying it. I'm not anythinging it. Yeah. I'm not down. I don't, I think it's crap. Uh, but it would be cool to be able to say, thanks. Hong Kong. Thanks. When everything goes up in price and we we're just paying for their castle. <laughs> Thanks, Hong Kong. Thanks. Hong yeah. How Kong. much does a castle augmentation go for these days? <laughs> just put a little. It's it's like like what do they use collagen or? Um. Skipper Grinch, you put something in here about... Tell me what you, what you learned about the minecar scene in Temple of Doom. So, today, I was... I had it off, and I was going to watch uh, Indiana Jones movies. I wasn't doing Indiana Jones. Marathon. It was my plan. And then I ended up, ended up just getting caught up in the extras. And one of the things that they showed was a... Like, the sound effects of Indiana Jones. Which I thought was cool. And they, got, they started talking about all the different things that they did to get the different sound effects. Uh, so, I don't know if you've noticed, but the punches are very distinct in the Indiana Jones movies. And uh, they tried a whole bunch of different things, and one of the things that they find, or what they finally settled on, is they took a bunch of the leather jackets that Indy wears, and then they just pe- piled them on top of each other, and they just beat them with a baseball bat. <laughs> oh, nice. <laughs> so, you know, that's how they got that. And then um, the actual whip sounds, uh, they, they tried to record... Harrison doing it on um, on the set, but it was too noisy, 
So the guy that was recording it actually learned how to do the whip himself so that he could go back and record all these cool whip sounds. But the thing that I thought was really cool and what kind of ties it all in, in together to this whole Disney podcast is the scene on the uh, in Temple of Doom when they're on the mine car. They were trying to figure out how to make all this, you know, mine car sounds because almost none of that sound is for real. And yeah. they actually recorded mine cars and it turned out that they were kind of boring. So they partnered with Disney at the time and said, hey, is it, would it be cool if we came into Disneyland after the parks closed and just rode all your attractions with no sound effects running and no guests and recorded those those sounds? And, right. uh, and they got permission to do it. So the sound effects that you actually hear in Temple of Doom are different Disneyland attractions uh, being run without the sound on. And the guy talks about how, you know, you just what you're really hearing are roller coasters and the brakes and just the different sounds yeah. of like metal hitting metal. Uh, yeah, I think even cool. like, uh, yeah, even like the dark rides would have a really cool sound with no sound effects like Peter Pan and right. stuff like that. Right. So when you're listening, when you're watching Temple of Doom, uh, you're really listening to the sounds of Disneyland, which I thought was that cool. is awesome. Yeah. Do you, did you ever do um, Sounds Dangerous? Not Sounds Dangerous. What was it before? The Monster Sound Show. Oh I, was, I loved it. I was so That was the best. Yeah, like we did it once with a group of friends, and we were the whole. We got to do the whole group. Where if if, if you never if you never had a chance to do it at uh, Disney MGM Studios, it was they showed a movie of like uh, a haunted house with Chevy Chase and Martin Short, and you did all the Foley sound effects. Uh, right there on the stage, like walking on gravel and the stuff that Skipper was talking about. Like they would use, you know, real practical effects to make the sounds, and it was really cool. Yeah, it was cool. I really, I, when they got rid of that, I was super bummed out. Because then it went yeah, but, to, uh, didn't Drew Carey do something there yeah, for a sounds second? Sounds dangerous. Yeah, there you go. Which, again, I didn't really, I, I actually kind of like that. I like those things where they kind of do the sound, where, you know, it sounds like. It's like they're they're cutting your hair. You can almost feel like they're really cutting your hair. And, and right, um, right. That's well. That that was at the same time that they ruined Lincoln out here because they took all the they took that same technology and um, incorporated it into Lincoln. We've talked about this before, but yeah, I liked it with Drew Carey because it wasn't you know one of Walt's original attractions. Sure, uh, it was just a really cool effect. Yeah, it's fun. The only place that still has that is at. Uh, that I know of at Disney is at uh, Conservation Station. You can listen to the sounds of the rainforest, yeah. and it's actually really cool. Cool. Well, with that said, uh, normally the podcast is in mono, but for what you're going to hear in just a moment, it is in 3D stereo. So what you're going to want to do is plug that other headphone in if you don't have them both on, and if you're in your car, you're probably going to hear sounds from all over the place. Enjoy. All right, I'm going to give you just a moment to put these things on. Hopefully you have your headphones in now, because this should be in stereo, and here we go.
Okay, well, there you go. That was a little bit of 3D audio sound. We're back in mono now, so we're going to go back to the regular show. Hope you enjoyed it. We never use that as a place that people always say, Where, where's a good place to uh, fool around at Disney? That would be, that's all right up there. I like. I don't I think like we've ever going. used that one. Yeah, that'd be a good one. Let's see, anything else uh, this week? Um, did you happen to read this, Skipper Dick Ritchie, that um, they're testing here? We had the guys on that did custodial, that they're going to start GPS tracking the custodial employees. I think that's crazy. <laughs> so theoretically, like, let's say there's a trash bin overflowing, they would it would automatically get sent to a specific person who would say, go to this, and then they would. that's how they would do it. But the unions are super not happy about this. Well, yeah, I can, I can totally understand that. Yeah. And I guess one of the things they were saying is right now seniority kind of picks like – I kind of got that sense from those guys that yeah. you know, that they get to pick kind of their, the crappy jobs versus the better jobs based on seniority, and this totally flies in the face of that if you're being told to go clean this sh- uh, shitter um, and <laughs> – The shitter's full. I got three shooters in a row. <laughs> you got Cousin Eddie in there, and uh, you got to go over there and check it out. So I think this is going to be interesting to watch. As the, the article I was reading talked a lot about how many businesses are starting to get into this tracking of the employees. And, you know, obviously being Disney, it's going to get a lot of eyes on it um, to see kind of where this goes in general. But what are your thoughts on that? Do you Are you – do you are you creeped out by that, or do you feel like that's something that it would be good for guests, or what? I personally am not creeped out by it. They're not tracking. I mean, they are tracking us anyway with our little bracelets, and they know everywhere we're at. So, what's the difference? At least this way, the, the park gets cleaner, and maybe that bathroom won't smell so bad. But, um... <laughs> well, I just don't really see the need for it. I mean, I would assume that if you see. A situation that needs to be taken care of you have radios and whoever is has the unfortunate task of that duty that day they get radio <laughs> they get radio <laughs> to go over there like how is it going to be that much faster if they get radioed personally because they see on some big system like well you're closest i mean is it probably a delay of what 60 to 120 seconds i mean i don't know i I guess I have more faith in the present system than other people do. I don't know if, I mean, like the whole tracking, the way they make it sound, it's like taxi and police car tracking. Like, you know, oh, you're near this incident. Get over there quick. I'm more worried that it's going to be more like, hey, I noticed that John's been hanging out at, you know, yeah. you know, yeah, away from that. these things, not really doing anything. Or John's been stationary. He has not moved right? in the past 10 minutes. What is he doing? Yeah. What could he possibly be doing? <laughs> Will this work for... Have you ever noticed... I was, for some reason, this makes me think of... you ever notice how there's always the uh, like mid-level manager walking around the park with the little stick, the little grabber? Oh, yeah. <laughs> And it looks like, if you just watch it, it's kind of funny. You'll see him come like, and they'll literally walk around and they'll, they'll pick up one thing and then head right back out, right back to wherever they came from. I always I, find it so I did my watch. part. I'm going back. <laughs> okay, I picked up the trash. I'm going back in now. <laughs> I don't think it'll be tracking that, uh, is what I'm saying. Um, 
Rhiannon, you're going to go do spread Black Friday at Disney Springs? I think it's... No. Okay, well, they are doing an actual Black Friday event at Disney Springs. And I figured, what an interesting way to do your Black Friday shopping. I, I mean, you know what? I, I will say this. If I were a tourist who happened to already have a Disney vacation booked for that week, as many people do, it's a very popular time to go, and I could be planning my week and say, maybe I'll go to Disney Springs on Tuesday, do some shopping, or I could go on Black Friday, maybe get some good deals. I could see that. Am I going to set a trip just for this purpose? No, I'm not going to. Um, the good news is, everybody, that 9 a.m., um, Frontera Casino will be up, Paradiso will be open at 10, and uh, let's see, somebody put that the, uh, where is it, I don't see it on there, yeah, Dockside Margaritas will be open at 8 a.m. if you just want to get a margarita and watch the madness unfold. That part sounds good to me. Yeah, I would do that. Go there and drink and watch this, because, I mean, I, I don't buy, I don't. I don't buy a lot of merchandise, so watching a lot of these. I mean, these actually do sound like pretty good deals, to be honest. Like 40% off Lucky Brand if you wanted their kind of stuff. Or um, I'm not even sure what a bangle is, but if you go to Pandora, you can get a free bangle with a $125 purchase. Any idea what a bangle is? Uh, it's a kind of bracelet. Oh, nice. You can get a bangle, free bangle. Um, I, don't even know some, I don't even know some of these stores existed. Did you know there's a store called Savannah Bee Company? No. Is that a... No, go ahead. I was going to say, funny tidbit. So one of the stores I actually do like at Disney Springs is called Francesca's, which I had never heard of before until I was just exploring the new shops there. And I like it. It's reasonably priced. They have some fun accessories, clothing, home goods, what have you. It's just a fun little shop. Well, I happen to be... This is a whole other story, which I'm not getting into because no one cares. But I've broken, or somebody else has broken, uh, a wine glass, the same one, twice in the span of five days. So I've been to Williams-Sonoma twice in the span of five days to replace the same wine glass. Is and the second time, no, no, the first time was my aunt, then it was me. <laughs> um, but anyways, I was there, and lo and behold, there's a fucking Francesca's in Fort Myers. So, well, that just takes all the magic out of going to Disney. Oh, Springs, you were, it's ruined. Story. It's ruined, so I can go here anytime I want on my lunch break. Yeah, that is kind of a bummer. I agree. That, that That is fun when you can find something like to do and it's sort of taken away from you by losing its specialness. Or is it added because now it can go all the time? I guess. I guess. Do you know there's a store called Vince Camuto? What do they sell there? Uh, don't know. It's 40% off your entire purchase plus additional doorbusters at 50% off though. So there you go. You can go check it. I'll go, I'll go find out. Sounds great. Okay. So that is all we got. Who's ready for some Ask Sour Boner? I've been ready for Ask Sour Boner all day. Ask Sour Boner. It's Ask Sour Boner time. Ask Sour Boner. Sour Boner for you. Sour Boners, new in the box. <laughs> That's a perfect. Perfect for uh, door busters. Pants busters. Ugh. What was that? Do you guys still? And this is going to be mostly for just for just for drunky and everybody in the Orlando area. But does Appliance Direct still do their? Uh, Not as their much. I don't see it as much as they oh, used to. Man, I think I used it to still exists. 
Washers and dryers. I love appliances. Washers and dryers, new in the box. <laughs> it was good. Oh no, I don't see him as much as I used to though. He's like our local appliance guy for those of you who aren't from here, like the infomercial guy. So that is disappointing. I don't see him as much as I used to. Yeah, those guys in Family Auto Mart were my fave. Yeah, they're gone too. Well, they're that place closed. I think they got in trouble with the law. Don't know for makes... sure. Allegedly, before we get sued for anything, but I know those guys are definitely gone. Anybody know S. Sour Boner? What happened to Family Auto Mart? Yeah, right. Can we do a reverse S. Sour Boner? Let's see if Designated Disney Dad knows. We got a first one from Designated Disney Dad. Designated Disney Dad. Not only, hey, first off, he is doing that uh, ride tournament. Did everybody? I know you guys got your uh, your picks in. Oh, I did. Yep. Um, it started, so uh, follow along and go vote at Designated Disney Dad uh, Twitter. Um, his question is. Um, going off what happened last week in the uh, presidential election, what are the chances the money, 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 money apprentice theme song will be integrated into the Hall of Presidents? I am now boycotting the Hall of Presidents. Cricket. Oh, you know what I was thinking? What if he doesn't have a speaking role? What if they just add I... it to the back and then they let Lincoln and George and... Because... Thanks, George. Well, no, because the Hall of Presidents yeah. hasn't always had this. It was, I it... couldn't agree more. In fact, I think having the current presidents speak was a mistake from the beginning because it adds politics into the Hall of Presidents. When the Hall of Presidents is a celebration of all presidents, this you know the but mostly the presidency, America. but mostly America, mostly America. Um, so I agree, Skipper. I was thinking the exact same thing. Is people are like they should not put Trump in the Hall of Presidents? Well, that doesn't make any sense to me whatsoever. I mean, it's if he becomes the it president, he's in there. That, but I agree. There's no reason that he should be speaking. They need. They should have stopped that before. And agreed. They need to go no speaking role whatsoever. But have you noticed this, Skipper Negrici? Maybe you get, do you get it more out in California that Bob Iger appears to be preparing for some sort of uh, run of some sort? Like? Something. Governor? I don't know. What does he do? You guys aren't talking about this Star out there? Star Wars Marathon? No? Okay. Yeah, no, we don't talk about Bob Iger at all out here. I'm saying, because he's, he's getting political about the Hall of Presidents already, meaning I, I think he's going to try to get for that some support for a future run. That's my prediction. What did he's he say? Senator, he's already, he just had mentioned something like they're already producing a bus to go in the Hall of Presidents. Oh, well, no, um, but that's that's normal. They always do that. Uh, but the fact that he actually talk about it, I don't know. I, I feel he's, I think he's going to run. And this has, I, this is just sparking my interest in that. I think he, I think he's going to run for something. I don't know if he wants to be Senator or well, what. I read something today that John Morgan is threatening to run for something. So, okay. And for those of you not in the local area, that's one of our like smarmy billboard ambulance chaser lawyers in the Florida area, multiple cities in Florida. Well, I think, I think the lid's off. Anybody can do anything now. You know, I, I applied for CEO of Apple and Tim, Tim isn't even leaving yet, but I figured, fuck it. <laughs> I just, I just mean, I think this is a good opportunity. You know, it's one way to, for him to get the conversation started. I think he, I, I think uh, 
It'll be interesting to see what does happen with the Hall of Presidents. Will he speak? Will he not speak? Um, I hope they stop having the current president speak, and this would be a great time to do it. Um, but he, this could be an opportunity for him to talk more and get more political. I don't know. I don't know. He's, I, I think the problem, I don't, I don't think that Bob's going to do anything like that because he's on so many other, um, like he's on the board of directors on a ton of different companies that he would have to leave to do anything like that. Uh, so it'd be, I don't, I don't know. I don't think Bob's trying to do anything. I just think that they start working on these busts like, you know, a year out so that by the time this is done, they can, they can yeah. move with the animatronic. And, you know, I think he's yeah. just saying that, hey, you know, like probably in the saddest voice he could muster. So, yeah, we're working on it. It'll be ready. Oh, I don't think I he's sad so. whatsoever. Well, I'm sure he's not sad. I just hope that he doesn't try and take the entire Disney company in a political way to, you know, further his own career. Age. Well, not just that, but just, you know, how you've already heard of these companies coming out like Yingling and uh, New Balance. Like, they're already endorsing Trump, and it they're taking their own personal as a CEO or as a president, their own political beliefs and just, you know, shutting that onto their entire company. And so I hope that Disney doesn't do that. But I don't necessarily think he's going to go that far, but I do think he, I just have get, I'm getting the feeling that he might use the, the power to, to further that cause of his own a little bit. I think, uh, did, is it, did he come out pro Trump ever? Do you remember? I, I don't think I, know never, I mean, the Disney company does donate to the Republican national yeah. campaign, but that's not necessarily the same thing as Trump, as we know. Um, so I, I don't know. Do you remember him sparring with Bernie over um, back when they were over there talking about uh, labor practices? Oh, yeah. Everybody spars with Bernie, though. Like, I don't know any company that, that loves him. Uh, right. I think that, I'm just saying. Uh, well, you know, do, you're not a company. You're uh, good. You're good company. My bad. You're just not a company. <laughs> but I do have a feeling. I just have a gut feeling that he might be utilizing this opportunity to further. Because I think he would go down that way. He probably. You think uh, he goes I that just, way? <laughs> I think so. So, anyways, bottom line is, okay. Let's let's do a quick vote. Skipper, do you think Trump will t speak in the? Uh, Hall of Presidents come June. Oh I hope not. I'm going to say no, mostly just because I don't want it to happen. Uh, Rhiannon, you think he'll speak? Unfortunately, I do. I think that that's just the precedent they've set, and I think they're going to continue that, and that upsets me, but if I'm just being realistic, that's my vision. I'm going to go with the short answer of no, he will not speak. So, interesting. We'll find out. Unfortunately, we have to wait till. Well, I mean, not for. Well, we'll be waiting till summer to find out for sure. Okay. It would be. It would make me laugh if he was talking and he was just promoting, like one of the like Columbia House next door. <laughs> the fish and chips are terrific. They're the best fish and chips. I know the people making the fish and chips. I've been. They've Trust been making me. them for years. That would Universal is a disaster. Everybody knows. Yeah, Universal. It. The fish and chips at Universal are a disaster. They're the worst. <laughs> Crooked Universal. <laughs> Crooked Universal. Drain the swamp to make a fifth gate. It's a disaster. Yeah, he's like, there you go. Now we're talking. So that's what I, if he's going to talk, I'd like to have him just 
just completely trash Universal in it. Right. It'd be great. Just trash Universal. <laughs> you, can say, you can say bad stuff about Derek Bergen. Also. You can tell Universal to go fuck themselves. <laughs> Grab Universal by the pussy. There you go. Oh, that would be that would be okay. I'm, I'm changing my answer. I want him to. <laughs> I want him to speak out against Universal. Um, Those puppets, puppet, puppet, no puppet. Yeah. Speaking of uh, Universal, Mr. Monkey wants to know how uh, we feel about the new Universal Hotel, the Adventura. Any thoughts? Awesome. Good for them. Like, <laughs> I heard rooftop bar, so I will definitely go check out yeah. rooftop bar. Uh, I think again, like we've said a million times, it's not that. We're just pro. We're pro Disney. I don't give a shit about what they do at Universal. So good. good I, yeah, I like what I, I like the hotels at Universal. Big fan, and yeah. I will go check for sure. I heard they're nice. I've never been to the hotels. No, I went to the Hard Rock, but I haven't been to the other ones. Yeah, it's just there's it's here. My and my feeling is typically on that is it's not our it's not our fault that you are on any given day you have to choose which are you going to go to. And typically, I'm going to choose to go to Disney World. Yeah. Because You'll Disney You can't go to both on the same day. No. And as somebody Disney. who has an AP to Disney and not Universal, and I show up for one week in a month, obviously, I'm going to go to Disney. So. Yeah. You just can't do it. They, mm-hmm. they, they make you choose. Let's see. Traveling salesman would like to know Polly's Choice. Uh-oh. Hashtag Polly's Choice. Mm-hmm. Refurb, Fast Pass, and Bulldoze, Dak Q edition. You mother, don't you dare. He wants us to uh, either refurb, Fast Pass, or Bulldoze, Everest, Collie River Rapids, and it's t- tough to be in Blug, but including no. the Tree of Life. Whoa, whoa, whoa. To the you are whoa. a son of a bitch traveling salesman. Yeah, that one's tough. I will never forgive you. Uh... Let's see. Everest, Collier Rapids, and it's tough to be a bug includes Tree of Life. Well, God, you're actually making this easy for me. Dang it. Okay, go ahead, Rena. So, if you had not included the Tree of Life, I would have easily demolished Bug's Life. No offense. I mean, it's great. It's fine. But you throw the Tree of Life in there, and now I can't do it. So now you're forcing my hand. And I'm it's just the bulldoze. It's the entire tree. Well, uh, of the other, it's the other rides. Just, just to remember, just for Everest and Kali, the rides will still exist. But we're just talking about queue. Oh, 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 oh! I yeah. did not hear that one. This probably was spurred on the fact that we talked about it in the past, and I was like, I typically keep saying Kali River Rapids is my favorite queue. Okay. Right. Okay. It's just the queue okay. version. Okay. You're just okay. looking at a way to break your heart. He's really, um, trying, yeah, he's really trying to screw me. You know what? My answer actually doesn't change, though. At least somebody is, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm still going to have to keep Bug's Life around because of the tree. But I guess I'll throw a refurb tag on it. And I'm not sure how I'm going to refurb it. Um, uh, uh, I don't uh, throw a beer cart in there while you're yes. online. Okay, great. I just reverb that. Um, and then Fast Pass, Everest, and Bulldoze, Kali, which... Oh! It's fine. It's good. But my hand was forced. I know. It's not my fault. I didn't phrase the question. Skip it, Gucci. So, my problem is that the, um, the art that's done 
in Collie River Rapids. Um, a lot of that painting is actually hand-painted by a monk that they brought out to do it. Oh, now you're making me feel bad. So I don't... Yeah, like, well, that's what I'm saying. I can't I can't tear that down knowing that God damn it. actual, like... Like, it's 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 true, beautiful art. Uh, and it's funny. Okay. The, uh, the story goes that they brought him in and had, like, a whole bunch of, like, really fancy uh, modern paintbrushes. And he was just like, oh, no, I brought my own. And they were just kind of, like, handmade, thrown together, you know? Aww. Yeah. Uh, and, and, and painted with those. So I got to say I'm going to... I'm gonna fast pass Callie just because I can't I can't imagine getting rid of that stuff. Um, Fine. I would I guess I would refurb Everest just because I think it would be easy to make it like even grander. I like I like all the parts about Everest uh, and I and I guess now that uh, I don't know I just think you could make it even cooler if you saw what you liked and made it even better. Um, so bulldoze Everest and. Refurb Tree of Life. Does that make sense? Yeah. And yeah. Rihanna, if it makes you feel any better, the, a lot of the pieces from Collier, or Exhibition Everest that you're saving are also handmade and from uh, people in Nepal. So you, you still, you're, you're saving some good items too, including the entire pagoda was made in Nepal, shipped here and restructured. So you're good. You're, you're, you're helping some items too. So you're doing a good oh, job. I know I'm good. Oh god! Um, I Tell us know. more about that. I don't even really care about Ask Sour Boner anymore. I just want to know. I'm going to. <laughs> As you were saying. <laughs> Go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> uh, fast pass. My ooh. No, I'm taking it back. I'm gonna. Well, yeah, I have to fast pass Kyle Rapids. It's my favorite queue of all time. Even though I would like to refurb it a little bit um, to just change the way they do the fast pass interest in there. But I will, Calgary Rapids is my favorite queue of all time. I'm going to fast pass it. It is the village of Anandapur that is in there. You've got the open air market, you've got the temple, you've got the uh, Mr. Panika's antique shop, you've got the uh, pagoda that you're talking about, Scooby Gritchy. So definitely fast pass that. I'm refurbing Tough to Be a Bug. Like Rihanna said, I'm putting a bar in there. And it's gonna be fantastic. I may even take out it's tough to be a bug and make it entire tree of life a bar. Um, and sorry, Expedition Everest, you are one of my favorites. No. But of those three, I would have to bulldoze the Expedition Everest queue. Um, so here we go. I hate you uh, and what you've done to us, traveling salesmen. Seriously. On to better, more fun things. Uh, Jen with two ends, who is right now pumpkin spice Jen. Would like to know which attraction would you most like to give a holiday overlay? The Grand Fiesta Tour, the People Mover, or the Rock and Roller Coaster? Grand Fiesta Tour. Because they can do a whole Feliz Navidad. Rock and Roller Coaster because their theme is lame as it is. Yeah, that. There's nowhere to go but up. I'm going with uh, Rhiannon as well, and I'm going to go with Rock and Roller Coaster. And let's say, you, let's just say, I understand some people are not big Aerosmith fans. Let's just keep it with the Aerosmith. But what if you went in and they're going to record a holiday album? That'd be kind of cool. And then you like, Wait, did it. How about we just put all of the Osborne lights into Rock and Roller Coaster? Oh my God. You're just like fucking ass. That through would be awesome. <laughs> yes, I win. You win. I think you've already won the entire podcast with that one. That was awesome. Yeah. 
the Osborne Rock and Roll. What would you change the name to? The Rock and Osborne. <laughs> Take that out. Just go like the Osborne Roller Coaster. Rockin' Osborne Lights Roller Coaster. Festival of Rockin' Lights. That'd be awesome. Yes. There you oh, go. Man. Pumpkin Spice Jen, thank you for putting us back in a good mood after Traveling Salesman completely ruined it. Could it be that you're uh, right? So what if the whole idea was that you were in Santa's sleigh and you were riding it over oh. the rooftops of that neighborhood that the Osbournes were at? Suddenly, like, I think we have a new year-round ride. Yeah, does not need to be seasonal. Yeah, it doesn't need to be seasonal at all. That would just round. be cool. Right, like you go over. Yeah, that'd be fantastic. Let's just leave it up there year-round. You know how, like in in Peter Pan, how uh, yeah, you fly over London. Same idea, except for we do New York. Well, we could just do a whole New York street in San Francisco and all that, just like they did in the park, with all the lights. Except for the theme is that you're on Santa's sleigh and you go like loop to oh. loop because like I don't know maybe a plane's yeah. coming at you or oh, man that'd be fun. And man. the pre-show instead of watching Aerosmith, it's Santa Claus like tiptoeing through like a uh, a, a uh, living room and he's placing presents under the tree and he's like, oh my gosh, we got to get to wherever. No, we, yeah. it's just we're running late. And we got to get out of here. Should yeah. I get a sleigh? Make it a super sleigh. <laughs> <laughs> yes, Skipper Richie and Rhiannon with Skipper Richie with the just, assist. Yeah, I'm just coming in to help at the end. Yes, well done. Just finishing you off. I'm just you know. Well, she well, got it. She just got it started, and I just made sure we finished. <laughs> oh my gosh! What is that I hear off in the distance? Uh, I don't know. Let me check. I think it might be Shar. Hopefully she's back after being in Florida. Hey, I think I hear Shar's music. I think she's back. Hold on. Let me check. Are you back? I'm back. I'm back. Oh, man. We needed you last week. Hey, I did my part. I was in Florida trying to get them to do things right. Well, at least you got the area around Disney in line. That was good. So are you happy you're back? Well, I would be if Philippe wasn't up to his regular hijinks. Oh, jeez. What's he up to now? Well, he's having his own protest march and closed the store like two hours ago. Wow. I didn't even realize he was political like that. Oh, no, he's not. He's protesting the fact that he won't be able to get a Disneyland candy cane this year. Has he ever gotten one? No, he didn't even know they existed until he heard us talk about it on the podcast. Weirdo. So how is he protesting? He tried to get a group together, but when he told everyone in the store they could take an extra break, they all went to the food court and didn't march with him. Then he went to the Universal kiosk and they didn't even know what he was talking about. So he's decided to protest by starting a movement to get people to wear a paperclip in their clothes. Paperclip? That kind of sounds familiar. Yeah, because he stole the safety pin idea from you guys. So how's that even turning out for him? No one cares about his candy cane protest, nor do they want to rip a hole in their clothes. So no one's participating. Oh, hell no. Even though he's walking around the mall with a box of paper clips handing them out to everybody. Come on now. Are you wearing yours? Say yes. Uh, he's given me like five and no. There is a crowd of people outside the store, though, that can't wait to get in. Okay, well, let me know how that turns out. Tell Philippe that uh, if I can get him a candy cane, I will. Okay, Skipper Dick Ritchie. This is Char, not wearing a paperclip, standing outside the currently closed Disney Store Canada. Over and out.
Yeah, I don't. I don't think oh, I would no. wear that. I don't think I would wear that paperclip thing. No, Philippe, you're you're not you're not doing this right. No. But like I said, I'll if... dangle it on my safety pin. Wait, what? Or is that well, some, right. should, should we should we all start doing that in support of Philippe until he gets his candy cane? You could wear the safety pin and then attach the paperclip to the safety pin, therefore not poking a hole in your oh. shirt, and therefore you're supporting two causes at once. That's true. I'm for it. I'm for it. I'm for it. Can somebody, you know, in all seriousness, can somebody explain the uh, safety pin thing to me? Yeah. Um, it's basically sending a small, simple message to anybody who sees it that you are not in support of Trump, that you are in support of anybody's civil rights, and that if anybody feels unsafe or alone or scared or just whatever, they can look and see that they're not alone. And whether that's yeah. actually going to inspire them to reach out to you, maybe not. But at least they can be like walking around in a store and see something and just think, okay, great. I'm not feeling like I live in a complete and total red zone and I'm hated by everybody. Gotcha. So okay. Yeah. Just a, yeah. Gotcha. I started seeing them also on like people's by their name on the Twitters. They've been putting them yeah. in. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I've been doing it. My sister and my friends are doing it. I actually just today saw another coworker doing it. So, yeah, I mean, I think it's a great thing. I've, I've also read articles that um, people think it's stupid and, like, you know, whatever. It's, like, the least you could do. Oh, my God. Like, you're not actually helping anybody. And maybe that's true. Maybe it's a lame thing. But I'm going to keep doing it until I hear that it's just over. Because whatever. Yeah. yeah, I don't think it's lame. I think it's I nice. Think I think... It's it I don't gives... think it can hurt at this point, and right. so I'm gonna do it. No, it I gives... just hadn't quite. I knew. I figured that was. I kind of got that. That was the sense of what it was. And I thought I saw something where it was meant something else. I just wanted to double check what the yeah. current actually, it, definition um, of it was. Well, it originated with Brexit. Um, so they started doing it in England. So anybody who did not vote for Brexit started doing that to send a message to again anybody who <laughs> felt, oh shit, <laughs> I'm now like going to be kicked out of. <laughs> England and right. everyone hates me and oh my god like it's just a way to tell them like no not everyone hates you and we're here for you we support you we didn't like this so yeah fantastic it worked out for the best let's see um Philippe is in the house bonjour well Philippe that being said Philippe does have a question Philippe wants to know if is there's any interest in trying the new Disney store uh Mexico's new signature drink Lapu Lapu at our El Hana bar. <laughs> oh yeah, that's right. Because there is now a new Twitter account uh, for Philly with an F. Felipe. Represent yeah, Felipe representing Felipe. Uh, the Disney Store Mexico. Disney Store Mexico. Oh but God. we don't have a we don't have a a charter. We don't have a charter. Charter. We need a charter. To give us the news from Mexico. That's true, because right now we are currently uh, covering news from uh, the west coast of uh, the United States, out there in California, the east coast here in Florida, Canada. Still, have not we're not really getting into. So maybe Felipe. Yeah, we'll have to see. We can find uh, we'll somebody start, to cover we'll Felipe's antics. We'll <laughs> see what happens. Oh my gosh! Let's see. Uh, Livy, uh, Ryan, your liver has a, a question. Um, with the upcoming Moana Palooza frenzy, which Epcot country is ripe for an ill-fitting Moanification? Hashtag change Epcot to IPcot. 
What country <laughs> would get Moana Mo, Moanapalized uh, first? I could say so many politically influenced things right now, but I'm going to try and refrain. So I'll just say, well, you know, maybe we could take over the living seas or something instead of having it be the Nemo, which is Australian located. We could have him go and visit his, you know, more North Eastern E areas of Polynesia. It's not that far of a swim. I don't think from Australia. Well, they made it all the way from Australia to uh, Northern California for finding Dory. So they had to, Uh, I haven't watched that yet. I'm sorry. Spoiler alert! No, that's not even a spoiler. That's part of the previews. Well, I suck. Anyway, so, yeah, how about that? Sure. I was thinking, what about Canada? We always like to get... Are we? Wait, Rhiannon, are we liking Canada or not liking Canada now? Pavilion. I mean, they brought back the Findemond, and they also brought back the other little stupid drink kiosk in a store... Which, on the one hand, I'm like, oh, yay, more alcohol. But then I'm like, oh, fuck you, you took it away. So I, I just, I have enough to worry about these days. I have to, like, fucking have a great opinion about Canada. So I, I just, yeah. So how about this? Why don't we, why doesn't Moana, just we take that that uh, mountain uh, that is, that's their, one of their centerpieces, just turn that into the volcano from, uh, from a Hawaiian volcano, and we could do, go ahead and just do uh, that, uh, do uh, Canada. I was going to say, just... Findemon? Right. Well, I was going to, what about the it. empty spot where they always do, like, the wine tasting during food and wine? What is it, next to Germany? Is that next to Germany? Yeah. Just mm-hmm. there. Just make just make that part. Sure. Polynesia. That way you don't have to really get make rid of anything. Hawaiian again. That would be awesome, actually. Yeah. Yeah, so, there you go, Libby. Skipper Richie takes the question and does not answer it, and he says, "Add a new country." Right. Um, little PB and J um, is coming over Christmas, and they Rhiannon's favorite thing. They have a date night without the kids. Date night. Date night. Um, he'd like us to plan and note we like to eat and drink. So Disney Springs oh. without the kids. I have my thoughts on this. Um, Rhiannon, do you have any thoughts first on what how to do? How much can you eat and how much time do you have? Well, I'm going to tell you this. My, my, get it out of your head that you need to go somewhere to eat. Take it out of there. You're going to eat at several places. What you're going to do is you're going to go and you're going to start at, um, you just go straight to the landing and you're going to hit, hit these, these places and you're going to go to all of them. You're going to go to Morimoto and you're going to sit in the bar and have a roll or a different appetizer and a drink at Morimoto. And again, you don't have to have an ADR because you just walk in and go to the bar. You're going to go there. Then you're going to leave and you're going to go to the boathouse. You're going to sit at either bar, the front bar or the back bar out on the water, depending on the weather. And you're going to have a drink. And a, yeah, well, yeah, but those are the two main ones you're going to go to. Um, and you're going to eat or drink there. Then you're going to go to Paradiso and you're going to get something there also. And then you're going to go and you're going to go to um, Raglan Road. And you're going to go there. And you're going to sit at the bar. And you're going to have a scotch egg and a beer. And there's four. Do you, so, are you going to go to, should you go to more than four places? Or? I, 
hate to admit that I'm sort of on board with your plan with a couple of exceptions. Well, that's interesting. I'm agreeing with Morimoto, Boathouse, and Raglan. That was going to be my answer. It was those three. However, for dishes recommended, I would... No, you know, I'm going to add in a fourth myself. I'm going to add in Jack Lindsay's. Oh, that's a good point. So I think I might do Jack Lindsay's for an appetizer and a drink. I might do Morimoto's for an appetizer and a drink. Boathouse for either a third appetizer or an entree and a drink. And then dessert, Raglan Road, bread pudding. Why does Skipper sound like he's deep breathing right now? Am I? Me out? I didn't mean to. Sorry. It sounds like he's a little bit too excited about my meal plan right now. It sounded well, awesome. a good meal plan. Yeah. It is a meal plan. Anyways. Tell me more. Finishing at Raglan for your final drink. And the bread pudding. Yeah, I think in general that's the that's the plan. Uh, little PB and J is the landing, and don't don't think of one place. You're just going to the landing, and you're going to own that bitch. Um, but I'll go a different way. Skipper Richie, I'll ask you: favorite place at Disney Springs? If you just were going to pick one, I I really like the boathouse a lot. I uh, I would probably go boathouse. Yeah. So there you go. Boathouse. Or... Full. Is there any other way? I think if you're doing three other locations, it's not really full bow house. I mean, right. So that's your answer with PB&J. And I want to see it happen, and I want to follow along. So make sure to tag us as you're doing this so we can watch along. Um, hey, Sarah Grafham with the greatest ass seller boner of all time. Okay. Um, how She My says, how sad is it? I'm going to change I'm going to change her with it. How great is it that she uses parade sound effects in her daily life? Oh, that's exclusive. I was going to bring that up. It's so funny. The sigh. Uh, sigh. And she does. Poor Mark. Poor Mark. Actual podcast. I think that's fantastic. I use some of those as well. I use. I do think of my other. I don't use poor Mark in my daily vernacular, but I'm sure he probably does. I'm going to lead this to a future SR voter where um, I know he uses a lot, and that's uh, Crimson Tide Dan, and he just wanted you to say that he's the better Dan, so he likes hearing you say that. So can I tell a little vignette here for a moment? Sure. So I love him. You know I do. You know, we're, we're friends, but we're not, like, the bestest of friends, and so he surprised me just yesterday the day before by saying, your birthday present looked like it was on track to arrive for your party Saturday and then the tracking got all weird and it went from Fort Myers to Tampa and now I don't know what's going on and I'm like oh my god you got me a present you have just turned from better Dan to best Dan and then his response was yeah well you haven't gotten the present yet oh so it's on course to arrive tomorrow I don't know what it is but by the sounds of it, it might be a case of Bud Light. So I think it. I know what it is. Oh, I can't wait. I oh can't wait. If it's a copy I'm of my gonna... own book, or if it's a fucking back scratcher signed oh, by me. 
That'd be so cool too. I don't think it's any of those. I don't think it's any of those. But I, I, I think I do. Bud Light or Kirkland Light. Yeah, I was gonna say, is it from Costco? Is it from Costco? So we'll see. We'll see. I, I'm very humbled and flattered that he even thought to send me a gift. Um, but I am now frightened by his own admission of I should be waiting to open it before I give a reaction. So I will tell you this: there was a discussion um, in the hotel pool. Uh, uh, between Better Dan, aka Crimson Tide Dan, Worst Dan, Colin, and Dave Theme Park Beer about your birthday, and I think <laughs> I know of possible items that might be coming, and it would be fantastic. Yeah, so I'm scared. Yeah, that yeah, sounds scared. that sounds relatively terrifying. I think um, maybe UPS is on my side for sending you a We were all discussing your birthday. We, you were all discussing your birthday. It was on uh, on the forefront, and it was all in good, clean fun. Yeah, right. <laughs> um, but thank you, Sarah. I agree. It's very fun to have some of these side effects. I'm glad that uh, it does uh, makes you very happy, and it's not sad at all. It's wonderful that you might use those sound effects. Um, next one is, let's see. Um, Troy at Disney <sighs> has a, uh, a one real quick. He said, uh, now it's lady watching... heavy breathing. I know. Right. Um, right. Good he says, good morning, park hoppers about to head to six flags over Texas. And he's representing the three o'clock parade podcast with his ass seller bonus shirt. Yes. Ooh. Two sales. Uh, we've Let's made a whole what? $4.42 yeah. off of our... We'll spend it wisely. That's sour boner sales. I'm so disappointed. Um, I really did... Troy ended up visiting right over the hurricane, and it threw off my plan to go get the selfie with him with the ass sour boner shirt. Um, so, unfortunately, I don't think I'm going to go to Six Flags Over Texas, though, um, to take care of it. So, that is awesome, though. Thanks, Troy. I hope someone checks it out and asks a question about where that came from. That'd be great. It even has the hashtag Ask Sour Boner. Ask Sour Boner. Which would be even better uh, is if somebody in Six Flags saw that and searched for hashtag Ask Sour Boner and suddenly was like, what the hell does any of this even mean? I apologize to you, sir or madam. <laughs> Well, I don't know if anyone, if she ever meant, do we ever talk about this? That Rhiannon, someone actually uh, recognized Rhiannon at the uh, Tune In Lounge as a member of the Three O'Clock Parade. Oh, wow. Like, for the Three O'Clock Parade. Did. Did we? Yeah, no, sure. we did. We did. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So that makes me happy because I think, I mean, I think it's a good place for us all to meet and talk about ridiculousness. So it makes me very happy that uh, lots of people, that lots of people are uh, enjoying. Yeah. Very cool. Um, Outer Rim Gym. Have we talked to Outer Rim Gym before? I think we have. I think we have too. Outer Rim Gym. Yeah. I love the name. The Outer Rim Gym uh, would like to know um, who's obviously the king of the Outer Rim Bar. We need we need more updates from Outer Rim Gym. Um, mm. Fifth Gate Sour Bonerland expansion draft, and you get to pick. So we're gonna make a fifth park. We get to draft four attractions, two bars, and one restaurant. So what are your picks? It's because it's like an expansion draft. So. Uh. You're going to take from the parks that already exist and bring them into the new park to bring it up to speed quicker. So four attractions, two bars, and a restaurant. 
And they'll have to come from other parks. Correct. And just to be fair, that they'd be too easy, that anything I pick, like when you pick Skipper, it, that doesn't count. It's not It's not a, a total of all of us. <laughs> we're not making, okay. we're not creating the one super park. Right, uh, exactly. So go ahead, Rhiannon. It sounds like you got some thoughts here. Yeah, I got some thoughts, but I don't have like exact names because I'm not a super expert on these things. But I want four attractions that we don't have from the international parks. So I want two bars that we don't have from the international parks. And I want a restaurant right. that we don't have from the international parks. <laughs> Ta-da! Dude, there is Still one. Have. Isn't it called, I want to say in, in uh, Tokyo called like Roosevelt's or something like that. Yeah. I, I think. Oh, I think my God. Like Teddy Roosevelt. Manor. And I think I want the Pirates of the Caribbean from Shanghai. God, you're stealing all my ideas. Ha, 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 ha. <laughs> um, I need two other attractions that are like, oh, the Tron ride, obviously. Ah! Um, so I need one more attraction. Restaurants. Um, we get one restaurant. I think Remy's from Disneyland Paris looks pretty cool. I haven't heard too much about their food, but the decor looks amazing. And bars, again, I'm not that expert in, so I don't know. But just take two best bars you can from any of the international locations. Well, one of them is going to be called, it's like the Teddy Roosevelt Bar okay. is what Done. I've seen. Great. So one of them is going to be that. Do it. Absolutely. Going to do that. So I think that's the one. I don't know of another bar. Um, I don't know of too many other uh, bars in the other uh so I'm gonna I'm gonna go a different way though on this one. I'm gonna take WDW Middle Child, and we are taking from Disneyland. So screw you, West Coast. I'm going. We're taking uh, the Choo Choo Train. We are taking Radiator Springs Racers. We're taking Indiana Jones Ride, okay. and we're taking Alice in Wonderland. Yeah. Ooh. Also, one of them's a good call. We're taking those four rides here to Florida. Screw you, uh, older brother. We're bringing back two bars. So I want, um, you keep talking about the Cove Bar. We're bringing the Cove Bar. Damn it. Good call. We're bringing, um, what's the one? Carthay Lounge? Bringing it. Carthay Circle Lounge, yeah. Carthay Circle, bringing it. So basically, you just want California Adventures, which you tell me. Yeah, you want to take the California <laughs> Adventure no, and he took Alice. Well, I was going to say, yeah. and then the two rides from and Indy. Yeah, and Indy, and Indy, and that's going to Hollywood Studios, by the way. Uh, oh no, we're <laughs> doing a fifth, fifth van and the restaurant. I don't know, Rhiannon. Give me. I, I don't know enough about the restaurants of Disneyland. So, which one should we take here in Florida? Um, I don't know. Should we take Napa Rose? Yeah, really it's not in the park. It's not hurt. in the park. Napa Rose is not in the park. Right? Do they have to oh, be, has be from a park? Okay. I don't know. I'm guessing. Okay. Right. Well, then fuck yeah. it. Can we just take Club 33? Right. That's what I was okay. going to put. Let's take Club 33. Or what? Isn't the Blue Bayou supposed to be pretty awesome? Ooh, I know it's Blue Bayou is uh, Can we take it in our? I've heard that it, you go there for the ambiance, not really for the food. Oh, okay. No, it's actually okay. Good. Well, it's a... it, it no? used to not be as good. It's much better now. Okay. okay. Fair enough. Okay. So there we go. I love it. Skipper, what are you going to do since you are already in? Uh, right. Well, and and that's the thing. So it's the fifth gate in Florida. So what I put was Mystic Manor, Shanghai Pirates, Tron Coaster, and Indiana Jones. Mm-hmm. I agreed with you on the Cove Bar. Uh, instead of Carthay Circle Lounge, I put the 1901 Lounge, which is the Club 33 Lounge that's in 
uh, California Adventure, because that, that's really great. Um, but the restaurant, I had a hard time trying to come up with a good restaurant that I would... Uh, uh, actually, I really like the little Mexican restaurant that's next to uh, Big Thunder Mountain in Disneyland. So I would go that one. El Sarape yeah, Ranch or whatever. Yeah, Is yeah. that um, counter service or sit down? Uh, it's counter service. But I was saying, we actually almost need better counter service here. <laughs> yeah, no, it, it's it's really good, too. Their, their enchiladas and carne asada plate, which is only yeah, like $9, is so good. You know what bugs me about them, though? and Which is why I walked in there to actually get a meal, and I walked out. It's because there's no toppings bar. Ooh, no toppings? Yeah, there aren't. There aren't uh, I, I mean, toppings. most of the places need... out here don't do toppings. To but that's because sauces. everything's just on there. Like, it already yeah, has all I the w- sauce. And if you want salsa, want... they do have salsa. Well, I want to pump my own salsa. I want to scoop my own salsa. Well, no, they do. Own... So they, you get well... your you get your plate with, like, the stuff on it. And then once you go in, like, where you go sit down, it's not a toppings bar, but they do have an area with, like, the different salsas. I would not see that. I would have stayed for that, but I did not see it. Yeah. it's Well, and that's why. It's not, like, fancy salsa. It's not like somebody actually chopped it up and made it. It's just... You know, jars of or it used to be little bottles of stuff. Now it's just packets. But the food's well, good. I, then I probably wouldn't have stayed for that. The food's good. <laughs> um, and and since it would be in Florida and not inside Disneyland, we could definitely incorporate some sort of margaritas, which is well the one thing that it's missing. It, that place needs some yes. margaritas. Okay, I'm in. So excellent question, Outer Rim Jim. Um, designated Disney Dad is back, and he wants to know. He's adopting a beer can chicken recipe for a 24-pound turkey. What size beer can uh, does he need for a 24-pound turkey? Foster's. 40 ounce? Ooh, Foster's would be good. 40 ounce. <laughs> An old English. Just boy. Oh, 45. <laughs> oh, oh, man. Ben Bowers, Dramaday with the audio sour boner a subdued video i didn't listen to it yet because i was waiting for today but rhiannon did and she got a little emotional so i'm ready to hear it and ready to hear ben bowers see ben where you at all right happy birthday rhiannon i'm in my car waiting to pick my daughter up from school so i thought i would say hello happy birthday and I hope you guys are doing okay after the events of last week. Um, yeah, fuck, man. <laughs> what happened? Um, so, yeah, in this increasingly fucked up world um, and year that we call 2016, if you needed to go somewhere to clear your head and chill out and just get some of that Disney magic to seep into your bones and just get you back and feeling human again, Um where would your little kind of hiding place be in parks? Where would you kind of just sit and chill? And I'm not, so, I'm not talking about a bar, but just like somewhere in the parks so you can just sit and watch the world go by and have the music and kind of hear kids having fun. Or if it was like before the parks were open and it's a kind of surreal quietness before everything goes crazy, where would you go? Just take stock and try positive about everything that's going on, as difficult as that may be. So, uh, yeah, let us know. So, happy birthday, Rhiannon. Um, I haven't posted it yet, but the present is on the way to you. Um, no, it doesn't buzz. <laughs> you dirty swine, you. So, yeah, take it easy, guys. I love you. I love you all. We love you. 
Love you too, buddy. Thank you, Ben. It's me in the feels. Yeah, that was a great. Thank you, Ben. Um, Rhiannon, happy birthday, man. That is a great birthday message, first off. Yes. So happy, happy birthday to Rhiannon. Um, but that is a great question he brings up. When you do want to sort of get away and if you're having that, you really want to connect, Rand, do you have a spot that would make you feel better on a day like that? I do. Um, and it, it's funny because, you know, it was such a heartfelt message and I really want to honor his question and dig deep and, you know, provide some super original, amazing answer. And yet I just kind of have to go cliche with it. And I would apologize, but I'm not really sorry because my happy places are either the haunted mansion or as is rather apropos for this whole past week. Um, it's a small world. I mean, I've always loved that ride. I know it has its detractors, but um, I, if it were possible, if I could just ride them and never get off and just sit on them and keep going through and through and through, um, to do that, especially by myself, if I, if I had a dune buggy to myself, if I can get a row on the, it's a small world boat by myself, um, just the slow movingness and the immersion of it. And yeah, so that makes me feel happy. And I'm sorry if that's not super original or creative, but it's my answer. I think it's good because that's what works for you. Um, yeah, for me, I think like if we're talking, I'm I'm just gonna stick with Florida. But um, I've always talked about Wilderness Lodge, like that's a really like special place for me, um, and different places within the lodge. But if we're gonna stick to a theme park, I would say uh, in the Magic Kingdom, uh, when you ride Big Thunder, that last big wide turn, it kind of looks out over Tom Sawyer's Island. If you look, there's actually a set of rocking chairs that look out towards Big Thunder. Um, usually people aren't sitting there. It's nice and quiet, but you get like the feeling of the park. And uh, I remember there were times on my college program or just when I lived there that, you know, I needed a little moment to myself and I'd grab a lemonade and just sit there and just enjoyed being at the park. So for me, that's, that's probably where I would go. I'd just sit there and watch... Uh, that haunted train go by. Oh, absolutely. That's a good spot. I have, if I was, again, if I, like you said, mine is the Polynesian, uh, find a nice quiet spot uh, outside of the Polynesian we mine, but I agree if it's in the parks, I wouldn't do that. Um, I have uh, two, one would be the, um, the people mover. I would just get on the people mover. And like you said, I would try not to get off. And if I had to, I just, I, that's what I would do. I just sit there and I, I just like, People being able to watch from there, and it just takes me back to the older, uh, my you know my memories of Walt Disney World. But then also, I have a uh, personal history and memory uh, at, at Disney's Animal Kingdom, and it's a little bit unusual um, that my favorite spot and the place where I feel the most away from it all is in after the lunch and dinner rush is gone, um, inside the rec room area of the uh, Restaurantosaurus is a little booth that has a, uh, that's actually the inside of that little camper that's on the outside. And you can go in there and sit and relax and the music in there, I love it. And it takes me back to a lot of good memories you know, inside there. So Restaurantosaurus would probably be it. Even though that's probably the oddest choice of all. No, I, I dig Restaurantosaurus. I think it's cool. 
This might even sound worse because I miss the time when they sold chicken nuggets and french fries there. Yeah. <laughs> Until they bailed on McDonald's and said we're no longer going to be associated with you. Yeah, we don't, we don't need to be associated with McDonald's anymore. But Yeah, we're... Um, okay. So, excellent question from uh, Ben Bowers. Give me two seconds. Let me pull it up. I lost my... I love you too. Essence. Yeah, I love you too, buddy. Look forward to Ben Bowers coming to Florida sometime. Oh, yeah, no kidding. Let's see. Um, does Scott D wants to know, do you have a, what would be on your worst, uh, your Mount Rushmore of worst ever Disney merchandise? Does anything stick out as the worst Disney merchandise of all time? I think I've told the story about what I saw, what I thought was the worst. I mean, it was the funniest, but they also pulled it off the shelves almost immediately. Was, Which one? Uh, the live action... 101 Dalmatians, they made bone lollipops that were <laughs> bone color. And if you think about a cartoon lollipop that has like the two big bulges at the bottom and then <laughs> top and then two big bulges on top, well, they, they made them like that on a stick. And once the kids, you know, basically licked or broke or sucked off the top of that oh my God. dog bone, it just looked like a big giant gawk. Oh my god! And uh, yeah, it was only out for like a moment. Like somebody didn't think about it. They released them at the parks, and I remember just like laughing uh, when that movie came out. And then all of a sudden, I was like, "Hey, what happened? <laughs> what happened to all the boner? <laughs> the boner? <laughs> Sweet boner? Uh, yeah, supposed to sour boner. That, that one. I I'm gonna put on my on there on there too. Can I put up on there? It could just be one. Um, the I really dislike the bride and groom Mickey ears. I just can't do it. I <laughs> I want to put those on the Mount Rushmore of worst Disney merchandise. It just I don't they're they're, they're my least favorite. I want to put them up there. Hmm. Um, I don't have any super strong feelings about anything. One piece of merchandise I think is funny in a weird way is the uh, stuffed animal of Doug from Up with the cone of shame. Yes! It seems a little odd. I mean, I'm just, I'm saying this because I don't really have anything better to say, so I'm gonna go with that. I don't think it's horrible, I just think it's a little weird. I think any kind of, back in like the 90s and early 2000s, they would do like hip-hop Mickey Mouse and anything with like hip-hop Mickey Mouse was always bad. Yeah, the, the hipster Mickey and Minnie shit's kind of stupid, but I don't think it's I don't know, shocking or anything. But <laughs> Yeah, I think uh, anytime they try to make the characters look uh, modern and hip it's a, you know, it's lame. And I think I think the uh, the like Spaceman Mickey from the 80s with like the rainbow uh, chest kind of like just shows how you know it looks really dated really fast because you're just like I think oh, I yeah. had that <laughs> I think you do I think actually the last time I saw it you think you were like I think you even posted a picture of it me no 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 I'm saying I had that like oh, I, I had you... so much Disney shit from when I was a kid and um, that I went off to college and while I was in college my father sold our childhood home and basically just threw everything in our rooms away so I lost so much good vintage Disney stuff that way. But oh. I really 
I recall. I think I have that Mickey. Yeah. yeah. The disco yeah. one? I had a disco. Yeah. Yeah. That was I mean, it was like, yeah, it was like the shiny, silvery, spacey suit with the, yeah, the rainbow. And... Yeah. Yeah, I think so I had good. that. <laughs> oh, that's good. Um, adventure is out there. Travel at A-I-O-T-T. Right. A- A-I-O-T travel. Um, our, our man, uh, um, Dean, uh, here. We've got Assar Boner. Mickey's 88th birthday is this week. What's the best cocktail to toast the mouse that started it all? I think your old fashioned would work best, Skipper. I'm a big fan of the old fashioned, but knowing that uh, Walt's favorite drink uh, was a Scotch Mist, I would probably just go with that. And they're super easy to make because it's just basically Scotch. <laughs> I agree. I think, yeah, I think a classic cocktail that Walt would have had. For Mickey's 88th birthday, um, Dean would be perfect. Rhianna, what are you drinking? For a classic cocktail for Mickey, I think I'd go with a uh, Jack Daniels Manhattan straight up, extra dry. Fantastic. So you share, you almost share a birthday with Mickey Mouse. Almost. So thank you. Adventure is out there. Travel. Um, Designated Disney Dad has another question. He wants to know what's the best beverage for enjoying Jingle Bell Jingle Bam. He needs a game plan. Ooh. They had a salted caramel, um, a, a salted caramel hot chocolate that looked very interesting. Um, I just saw it today, and I like salted caramel. I need to look into that. That's what I would say. I'm going to check out um, if I happen to run into Disney Disney Dad at Jingle Bell Jingle Bam. I think I would say my favorite holiday cocktail, which, fun fact, um, it's, it's basically it's a grasshopper type martini that during the election night of 2008, my sister and I reinvented it to call it an Oba Minty and drank it on election night, 2008. <clears throat> Not that I'm bringing up sore subjects. Anyways, uh, so basically it's uh, creme de menthe and a little bit of chocolate syrup. And because I'm lactose intolerant, lactate, but you can use milk. <laughs> and it's delicious. Um... Skipper Gritchie, any favorites for uh, Hollywood Studios? Jingle Bell, Jingle Bam? Well, I was gonna, I was gonna say I would probably find a place that sells hot cocoa or something. So that salted caramel hot cocoa sounds good. Um, I would probably uh, just get a regular hot cocoa though, and then mix in Kahlua salted yes. caramel uh, liqueur. Yes. To, yes. to give it that little oh. kick that you need. This is my favorite time of the year at Hollywood Studios. I just love Christmas time. I love their Christmas decorations. I love everything at Hollywood Studios at Christmas time. I really hope that, even though I know it's not as gonna be as good as the uh, of an experience as the lights, I'm sure. I just hope this fills in a little bit of that because this is my favorite thing this time of year at Disney. So very happy, very excited. Um, Park Hopper Ryan Rhiannon is not happy about our date choice for the monorail bar crawl with the BYOCV crew. 
Sorry. We're doing a monorail bar crawl on the 17th, and he wants to know, what's a guy got to do to get this monorail bar crawl postponed by, say, 8 to 10 days? Hashtag SR Boner. Um, um, you have to pay the upcharge for my AP so that I'm not blocked out that weekend. That is a hefty price to pay, Park Hopper Ryan. Oh, and you have to pay my change fees for my flights. I'm already flying to Boston that weekend. Not looking good. Uh, and you have to I... probably pay for me to stay there because I would be a place to crash. So it's going to be a hefty price tag. Not looking good, Park Hopper Ryan. Yeah, doesn't sound good, buddy. Sorry. No, no. Um, let's see. Abigail, now Webigail, would like to know, if you could be any face character or fur character for a day, who would you want to be? And what would be your last choice to spend the day as, if you could be a character in the parks? Have you ever wanted to be a character performer? No. No. Absolutely not. <laughs> so, what would be the one, if you had to, what would you be, and what would be the worst? I guess I would be the genie. That'd be fun. But not in Florida. You see, that's the problem. I wouldn't want to be anything in Florida because it's too damn hot. Do I get to pick the day? Like, Yeah, you can do it over Christmas, yeah, the Christmas yeah, party. Pick, pick the coldest day you can find, and I would like to be the genie on that day. I would have to be a face character because I wouldn't want to have to like be smiling constantly. That would hurt my face. But you want to be a fur character. I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. Not a face character. Sorry. My apologies. Well, you could be like one of the bitchy ones, like the uh, the sisters or the stepsisters. I or something. still have to like put on an act. I feel like there's yeah. like, a giant, you know, stuffed head over my face. No one can see, and I can just be like da 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 da, da phoning it in. When's my break? I hate everybody. Um, I would have to say, I would if I was going fur, I would want to be um, King Louis. Looks like he has a lot of fun. He goes around and really messes with people. Um, he seems to have a lot of fun, and he doesn't have to sign anything, which is awesome. Got those big hands, so he doesn't have to sign anything. Um, that would be pretty cool. And you get to be at Animal Kingdom, which is the best. So let's see. And the worst, I'm trying to think of the worst. I guess for me, it would be would any be like, nice character princess where I have to be like, oh, yeah. look at you. <laughs> <laughs> have to be friendly to people. Terrible. Yeah, that would just be. I think. Honestly, one, like, probably one of the worst would be, like, a Tigger or Pluto who are extremely active. You know, they are always, like, running around and bouncing around, and that would be a lot of work. So I would have to say that would be the my last choice would be Tigger or uh, Pluto. But if I could be a face character, I think it would be kind of fun if to be Gaston would be super fun. He seems to have a lot of fun out there, like, totally. Oh, uh, you should be so lucky. Yeah, right? It's, uh, like... Usually gets to flirt with the ladies, gets to uh, sort of have some fun with the guys and make them, you know, try to talk down to them and stuff. It'd be kind of fun. So I'd have to say guest on. So there you go. Um, Dizwire would like to know, which would you rather see in a theme park nighttime spectacular? A drone swarm of lights, a drone flown giant puppets, Star Wars drone battle, or drone delivered drinks? Drone delivered uh, drinks. Obviously the last one. That one's easy. It's winning. 64% uh, is doing drone delivered drinks. Um, Star Wars drone battle with 24%. 12% with drone flown giant puppets. 0% were 
for a drone swarm of lights, which is the actual <laughs> show that is, being, that is being done at uh, Disney Springs. So now, what if they did the show and it was over, they brought you your drink? It would be a perfect combination of the two. Um, let's see. Uh, Ian McGregor would like to know, we're getting down to the last couple. Ian McGregor, of all the things you own that are Disney-related, what's your most cherished item? Hashtag Assar Boner. Um, uh, I feel like this is a leading Mas- question. Oh, oh wait, really? Okay. I can't. Wait. Sorry, I just talked over you. Just say I can't say what I was going to say. Haunted Mansion Tiki Mugs are excluded. Oh, that's exactly what I was going to say. Okay. That is where you right. got your Haunted Mansion Tiki exactly. Mugs, correct? So I was going to, yeah, I was going to give them mad props for... So first off, everybody who's sending presents to Rhiannon, um, <laughs> the bar is set extremely high. Not that that's discouraging you. Please. No. <laughs> Still sending oh presents. The bar is set extremely high with the Haunted Mansion Tiki Mug. <laughs> Just going to let you know. Just telling you. Um, but in all seriousness, uh, what's the what's your favorite thing you own that's Disney related? I'll go. I would have to say, as much as I'm not really a pin trader, I would have to go with the pins that I got as a cast member um, are a lot of my are my most cherished items. I got two from guest letters that people had written saying, and I, they mentioned my name, so you get like recognized with a pin that says. Um, like the Disney star or something like that. Do they have to mention your name <laughs> in a positive way or? They did. They mentioned it in a positive way. And uh, I got uh, pins. I don't know. Uh, so I have a couple of those and it was really, those really are cool. Um, so I would have to say those are my most cherished Disney items. I guess I'd have to say mine are ones that have come from people. Um, not just Ian McGregor. But yeah, you know, from people who have, <laughs> I, I, I'm being genuine. Um, I am very grateful to, uh, you know, heartfelt mementos, whether they be from family members or from Twitter for people. Or Kristen has also gotten me some lovely things. She got me the Sum Sum Advent calendar, so I'm very excited for that. Um, you know, my, my sister-in-law gave me an Alice in Wonderland teapot she bought with her mother back in the 80s, and her mother is no longer with her. And so for her to part with that and give it to me was it was very moving. So things like that that are, you know, not only unique in general, but unique because they meant something. So, yeah. Top that, Skipper to Richie. Ah! Ah! Um... I don't know. I'm actually kind of looking at my stuff right now. And what I might go with was when I worked at uh, Destination Disney, which was the sales and marketing arm, um, I got awarded with a Mouseker, which is kind of like an Oscar, but it's a Mickey Mouse statue instead. And uh, it's it's kind of like the one thing that I've actually always kept out and visible. Um, right. Uh, I, just, I just really like it. It's him in his little tuxedo with... Uh, you know, it's just, he's my pal. My best pal. Uh, and Mr. Monkey got me an Alice Wonderland coloring book. So, yeah, oh, nice. Cool. Yeah. That's interesting. I think they give those to like, I've seen them like in stores. They'll be like, this was the best performing store of the quarter or whatever. Alice Wonderland coloring books? One. No, I'm talking about your thing. <laughs> yeah, the mouse. Well, it, it's something, it's actually a tradition that started with Walt. And yeah. they were actually much more like the Oscars when he would hand them out. Um, 
and it was it was pretty much like you know the top like you couldn't do any better than to get a mousker from so Walt. basically drunko your pins are worth shit no 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 not at all because yes. i mean Thanks. now like almost any right. department can give them out for almost anything it doesn't have that you know that, that really cool old exclusive but i still dig it like oh yeah that's I really was, cool yeah you know i was really happy to 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 get it it was one of those like I'm so happy I wasn't just nominated. I actually won. Suck it. <laughs> <laughs> but that's awesome. That is really that's a good one. Oh, let's see. We are down to just the last couple. Mr. Monkey wants to know when the Westworld roundtable is. He's really excited about the Westworld roundtable. I'm ready to go tonight. Yeah. Um. I don't know if anybody um is a fan of the show Westworld, but uh, all three of us here on the parade uh, watch the show Westworld as well as Mr. Monkey and some other folks. So we're thinking of doing a discussion of Westworld, not maybe as an extra for those of you who are not fans. So <laughs> um, Mr. Monkey is somebody who's really excited about that. So um, we, we're not 100% sure. Rihanna's ready to go tonight. So we'll see how that Um Let's see. I think we're down to the final one. Um, let's see. Because Crimson Tide Dan already wanted, we already talked about the better Dan hashtag. Um, and let's see. Final one is Bay Lake Spence. Rhiannon, is it too early to start protesting at Hall of Presidents, or should they just bulldoze it for a new attraction? Um, we got two months. We got two months to enjoy Hall of Presidents. And I will, actually. All, all joking aside, I'm going to fucking go there before it's tainted. Um, as far as bulldoze get, I mean, you know, no, we shouldn't bulldoze it, but if we could, as he mentioned earlier, just not let him speak. That'd be great. Or just, I don't know, have it be constantly under refurbishment for the next four years. <laughs> hey, we just, we just can't get him to work. I don't know, yeah, what's, I don't know what's going on right now. <laughs> That's what they're going to say about him in the office, too. Hey! Oh. They come January 2000, what, 20? <laughs> 21? Yep. Uh, you come out Suddenly in 2021? Oh my god! No problem. <laughs> it's magic, but I agree. I don't think the uh, the Hall of Presidents should. I we talked about it before. I don't. I would, I'd like to see it be less politicized. So um, let's all again, like Rian said, let's hope that they don't speak, and uh, we don't need to protest it. Let's just not have the current president speak. That would be great. So um, let's see. That brings us to the end of Ask Sour Boner for tonight's episode. So, any final thoughts from the panel before we say good night? I have a final thought. Ooh, exciting. Um, I would like to give a very, very heartfelt, sincere thank uh. you to everybody in this community. Um, this past week has not been easy for many of us, certainly not myself. And just the outpouring of love and support and, and like I'm talking about genuine love and support and not just joking, haha, whatever, but just honest emotions and it's it really has lifted my spirits. It's inspired me. It's made me feel less alone. It's made me feel so grateful for this community. We are more than just silly joking theme park appreciators we are human beings no. in this world together and it's 
it's really been something special for me. So I just want to thank everybody who has shared that. Thank you so much. Amen. Top that, Skipper Gorgie. Yeah, I don't. I mean, I was kind of gonna do the same type of thing. Uh, just say thanks. Like, um, uh, I posted earlier that you know we were gonna try to get back to normal, and um, somebody mentioned that it was too hard to listen to because uh, you know they really heard. Uh, I guess you could say our, like our heartbreak as it happened live on the air, and uh, and my response was like, yeah, you know what, we might. Um, we're not just about like like we really believe in the things we talk about and we enjoy the things we we say and uh and this is really us like <laughs> believe it or not yeah. <laughs> like this is really the way we are and yeah. i i think that the fact that people reacted the way they did with us um you know whatever you believed in uh or wh whoever you voted for you you got to hear how we felt and uh I think we jumped back on board today and we try to do our best to make it as, as normal as, as possible. And yeah, thank you. Uh, yes, for sure. Oh, also I got a new TV today. I just want to throw that out. Oh, just in a whole other. It came early this, this week. It actually did. Costco had a 60 inch TV for $500. I saw that. So I saw that. Was um, that with a purchase of Kirkland or no no and, and I didn't even get to do the Kirkland because we just ordered it online so they would deliver it because I don't have I drive I just so everybody knows if you didn't already know from my periscopes I drive a convertible beetle <laughs> so I don't even have a car big enough to move a TV that size uh, so I had to order it online free shipping I just had to wait two days for it to get here uh, but yeah I got a new TV which is why I was watching Indiana Jones yay <laughs> Uh, okay, final thought. Um, I agree. I, I want to piggyback on you guys, but from a different angle, I just think um, even those who really weren't, I don't know, there was a lot of good, honest discussion this week, which I thought was good from from different points of view, which was, I think, healthy for everybody, no matter what your point of view was. When it, A lot of the discussion, like Rhiannon said, was legitimate, and it wasn't just memes and and like haha and get over it and those kinds of things there were some legitimate discussions from from many different points of view and i thought that was um very nice and it was it definitely uh helped to what what skipper did said which is get on to back to, to back to real life so um it really was a an interesting week so again thanks to everybody i agree one dream we come from just one dream this home is where we all can share just one dream one day i still believe if we can see the possibilities the world can be a better place
是雄安之。